everyone, and welcome to Pod 2112, the official podcast of the 2112 Group, where we talk with business executives and thought leaders about the technology and market issues shaping the world around us. I'm your host, Larry Walsh. HP has a storied history of technology innovation, market leadership, and channel commitment. Time and again, HP has led the market and channel into new opportunities, showing how to capitalize on technology and business model evolution. Over the past few months, HP has been busy executing sweeping reorganization of its company and business model to position itself in the next generation of technology go-to-markets based on customer outcomes and services. Under this reorganization, HP is eliminating its three major geographic regions and creating 10 smaller market areas. It's putting greater emphasis on bridging the divide with customers with the appointment of Christoph Chanel as the company's first chief commercial officer. And all this is happening with a transition in leadership as longtime CEO Dion Wessler departs the company, succeeded by HP veteran Enrique Loris. The changes happening at HP promise to create greater consistency in global and regional operations, speed and time to market, and create a greater alignment and efficiency in channel partnerships. A key figure in this transformation is Stephanie Dismore, who is the first managing director of the new North America geographic market. Stephanie is also an HP veteran and has previously served as the Vice President of North American Channels, Vice President of America Commercial Channels, and the Vice President of U.S. Commercial Sales. Stephanie joins Pod2112 to share her insights into the rationale behind the HP reorganization, the triggers for undertaking radical change, and what others can learn from the process of reshaping a global organization. And with that, Stephanie, welcome to Pod2112. Great, thank you. It's great to be here. So why don't we start by talking about what exactly the changes are that are happening at HP. They just, they're going into effect now, but they were announced a couple of months ago. Can you walk us through the structural and the leadership changes? Absolutely, absolutely. You know, one of the things that I love about HP is at our essence, we never stop um, reinventing and ultimately pushing the limits of what's possible. And that's really what we've been doing for the last four years. We've built a strong track record of revenue and earnings growth. And we've really done that based on really four core um, areas of strength that sets, a, sets us apart. Um, those four, just if I can go over them really quick, number one, um, at HP, we have a relentless focus on our customers and our market leading portfolio. Number two, we strive to have a forward-looking innovation agenda that's setting new benchmarks for the industry. And three, we have execution excellence at rigorous cost management efficiencies. And finally, a culture of performance and a team that's consistently raising the bar. And we're gonna to continue to leverage those areas of strengths as we encounter this next area of, of reinvention for HP. And that's what we're doing right now. We're embarking on a strategic multi-year transformation journey to really meet the changing customer needs and drive profitable growth. And the objective behind this reorganization is to simplify our complexity in our current structure, really empower us. And we're going to do that by getting closer to our customers and our partners, foster profitable growth in key areas like services, and really enable us to invest in innovation and in new capabilities to benefit our customers. So with that said, what's this operating model all about? Well, it's all centered around the commercial office and the person leading that office is Christoph Schell and he will be our new commercial, um, our chief commercial officer, our CCO. 
So in his new role as CCO, Christoph will lead this commercial organization, and he will serve as a champion for our customers and our partners, really to help us meet their needs while maximizing growth opportunities. His goal is to really drive a seamless integration and alignment across all aspects of the customer journey. And he'll be responsible for sales, revenue, margin. He'll also be responsible for sales strategy and go-to-market across all geographies. And the goal here is to really foster a more effective collaboration between both our global and our local teams. Ultimately, this will enable tighter coordination across our sales and sales operations teams helping ensure we have the right demand gen and omni-channel strategies. So what entails in terms of this reorganization? It includes a couple things. One, it includes a move from a regional structure to a market structure, establishing 10 global markets. So we move from three geographies, meaning the Americas, EMEA, and APJ, to 10 local markets across the world. So reporting directly into Christoph will be a group of managing directors of each of each one of these new markets. And so I will be the market leader for North America. We'll have 10 of these around the world. And their goal here is to stay focused on our customer and our partner relationships while driving sales and optimizing our strategy at the local level. Additionally, this new organization will have centers of excellence to drive the required digital transformation that we need to deliver, and including delivering a consistent value proposition to our customers globally. So these centers of excellence, or you could call them um, SOEs, will own all aspects of pricing, sales operations, omni-channel management, and go-to-market data analytics. So those are the key areas um, that really describe what we're doing in terms of the reorganization. Go back to the the four pillars you talk about with HP and and the the focus on the customers and the partners and being forward looking. Not to imply that there was anything necessarily wrong going into the reorganization, but can you can you say what was the state before and what led to the decision to to undertake this reorganization because this is going from the three regions to these these market areas um to to really go through the simplification really is i dare say radical (laughs) yeah it's a great point larry you know at the end of the day there are really two two things that were the catalyst to drive this change one is the market and two ultimately is our north star which is our customer And from a market perspective, we know that things are changing rapidly. So we know we need to serve them now by transforming our model, right? So what do I mean by that? I mean, digital transformations disrupting our business models and the reshaping industries. There's a shift that we've been talking about for years towards services and solutions that really enables specific outcomes and experiences versus a transaction engagement. And finally, the need to play a more personal and aspirational role in our customer lives versus just a pure functional role. So that's that's the catalyst on the market side. On the customer side, like I said, it's our North Star. So we took a lot of time in getting feedback from both our customers and our partners. And what they've told us is really simple, simply three things. One, from our partners, HP, you need to continue down this journey of simplification, right? We've been working on that for the last four years. Ultimately, I'd say I'd give us um, a successful rating, but we need to continue to do more of that. So A, continue to simplify our programs. 
and then B, transform our tools and processes. So we um, need to continue to enable a more digital experience with our tools and processes. The, that was really the catalyst and that was the feedback that we got both from our customers and partners and also from the market around us. What was it though that, that even sparked this, that you, to ask the question, are, are things too difficult? Are you too complex? Um, what was it that, you know, I, I know that there are, you're guiding your North Star, your, your, that's, that's guiding your, your direction says that there are certain things you have to react to, but there's often sometimes in, particularly in large organizations, this sometimes, you know, insular cultures that develop that says, well, no, we've always done it this way. This isn't a problem. And one of the things I can say about HP over the years is that even though you may have had some, let's just say difficult processes, um, the partners at least, and you, both your peers, your the peer companies you operate with, as well as your downstream resellers and integrators, typically adjusted to those those challenges or those complexities. What was the catalyst in just even asking the question? You know, do we need to simplify? Like you said, complexity is often um, a necessity because of the global and regional operations. Um, but complexity can also impede our productivity and process. And so you're asking me, you know, what really, why did we say we needed to completely uh, take a step back and look at how we can drive a very different model um, and, and why such, um, um, I would call it a, an inflection point for HP. And, and, and really that goes to a couple things. One, it goes to the idea of the, the management of four Ps. Um, as you look at what's happening in the marketplace with omnichannel and with um, the, um, the globalization of our products and solutions happening all over the world, meaning products that are sold in um, you know, Canada or even Africa or Russia can end up on the Amazon marketplace or whatever that local marketplace is. And it, it can impact your entire channel community and it can impact your entire, entire HP experience for not only the partner, but also the customer. And so from, from that lens, we said, hey, we need to be able to, A, be much closer to each market so that we can, A, delight and know our customers better than we ever have before, and B, have a very tight management across all four Ps, not only at the local market, but be able to manage this globally, to be able to clean up our global channel and make sure that we're driving the best possible customer experience across all re regions within the globe. What are the things that you're reacting to, though, as a, as a company? Because, you know, I think it's interesting when you say you talk about not just being a, a, a function of the customer, uh, of what customers do, because we all need PCs, we all need, we still need printers and will for the foreseeable future, but becoming integral into their, to their lives. How do you see, what are, the, what are the trends that are driving that decision that says, you know, we need to be more, be, become more part of the, the customer fabric? Um, you know, because, you know, over the year, you know, past couple of years, Stephanie, you and I have had conversations about the, the changing nature of economics and demographics and, and expectations. For you, though, what do you see as the, 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 those catalysts that are, that are driving the, the customers to seek these, the, the things that you're, you're pivoting towards? Well, you know, I think as much as things change, some things stay the same. And so 
Um, what we've talked about before, Larry, is the idea that um, experience is king. And I think that still holds true today. So, so we've been talking about experience. However, the experience that both our customers and our partners are demanding is changing so very fast. Um, and so HP needs a whole new set of skill sets to enable that expected and demanded experience. So this idea of shifting from a transactional to a service-based model, we need to be able to change our entire structure and our entire go-to-market so we can enable that outcome-based model through our partner community across the globe so we can do it seamlessly. In addition, we're seeing the rise of social selling where you know the channel lot your your channel right lives on not just in retail or online or in call centers or with reps but it lives on your phone it lives on your pc it can even live on your tv so vendors and our partners really need to completely rethink the way we're connecting and we're serving our customers and the experience in person is so much different than it might be on all these new different platforms and we need to help and work with our partner community to enable that experience at the customer level. And finally, we don't believe that, that once we make the this, this sale with our customer, um, that it just it ends there. We believe that that post-sale experience is, is as important as the pre-sale experience. And so it's really, it's really what led us to the insight that our customer wants more than just a transactional engagement with us. And this whole idea that we're able to further enhance a post-sale customer ex experience through this new model from a service perspective is another driver of what we're trying to get at. So the simple answer, Larry, to your question is experience. And experience at the, at the root of all of this is what a customer is demanding from either a commercial you know, engagement or even a end user customer engagement. And how we're gonna deliver that means that we need to be um, at the as close to the market as we possibly can, both with our customer and with our partner community. One of the things that HP is doing is shifting towards services as a go-to-market model, um, not just your traditional maintenance and support services, but actually as a service model. How much did that play, the, you know, the shift to that model, the, the aspiration for HP to become a, a services-based uh, company, play into this, this recognition of customer experience and partner experience being paramount? Yeah, it's, I would say it's a, it was a huge driver. And in fact, as part of this restructuring, there'll be a new dedicated team focused on simply selling services and solutions um, with our partners and with our customers. And previously, service and solutions were really embedded into the hardware business. But moving forward, we'll have a clear focus on accountability to grow not only our profit pools, but also our relationships and our partners um, in this area to really understand and know how to best service our customers in this space. So, again, the short answer to your question is the services element of, this, of, uh, of our objective and our strategy moving forward is critically important, if not the number one priority for us. What's the role of the partner in the HP partner in facilitating that customer experience? How are you defining it for them? And how do you measure or track whether or not they're doing well at it? You know, we've said this over the last, you know, several years, and we'll continue to say it. We're not just um, um, a partner first organization. Partners have been and continue 
to be an extension of an extension of HP. So when you say how will we include or think about our partner strategy as we're talking about services, partners are at the forefront. So our partner community does, I would call, a best-in-class job at servicing the customer from a service perspective. And we will continue to work with those partners on how we service the customer at that local market as we move forward. And that won't change. In fact, we will probably expand our partner, the number of partners that we have as we expand the areas that we're covering from a service and solutions perspective across MPS and our DAS solutions. You announced all these changes back in August, and you set forth the the timeline that led us to the November first, uh, you know, the official November first changeover. But a lot's been going on for this, these past two months. Uh, but also for a number, as as HP has said, and this has been planning for this has been going on for a couple of years. What's that like managing? this transition to what is a, almost an entirely new philosophy as much as it is a go-to-market model while still keeping the existing operation in flight? Yep. Great question. So, you know, as every person and organization will always say, change is very difficult, um, especially as to your point, we have to fly the plane while also work on the plane. Um, but here's how I would answer that question. If I was to describe HP in one or two words, um, I would I would tell you that HP is a company of A, reinvention, and B, transformation. And if you think about all of the companies in Silicon Valley that have been around for 80 years and are still going strong and are still relevant in the market today, it's really hard to count more than five of those companies. And so while we're in the midst of a transformation, this is what we started. We started doing this again four years ago when we separated and we've proven with record results across earnings and revenue that we can do this and do it very well. And we've really mastered how we need to continue to transform and how we need to continue to fly the plane to deliver what we need to deliver for our customers and our partners and overall for our own financials um, while we're doing that. And some of the key things that we need to do, number one, and maybe most important, is communication. We need to make sure that our, our people, our team, our partners, and our customers clearly understand what we're doing and why we're doing it, number one. Then very quickly, we need to communicate who's who in the zoo, what we're doing, who's doing it, and where the swim lanes are. And we are taking a very methodical pro- approach through this process. And we've just announced uh, November 1 with that, who, who the leaders are within this new organization. And I believe we'll continue to be able to deliver on um, our, our day-to-day and our quarterly results while embarking on this journey of transformation while we move forward based on those things. What about the partners though? As you're going through all these changes, what are the changes that they are gonna experience or the things that they're going to have to adjust on their own operations to remain aligned with HP. Yeah. So our first of all, our partner community's reaction to these changes was um, and has been very, very positive. When they heard that we are moving away from a, uh, our complex structure of layers of regions and um, countries and categories and et cetera to a market-led uh, structure. 
they were very pleased that we understood the importance of what happens in each local market and how critical it is that we get closer with that partner um, in those markets, number one. Number two, our goal here is to give each market autonomy and authority to be able to be much more nimble and um, be, be able to have a turnaround and response time that's faster than we've ever done before. So ultimately, the short answer to your question is, what the partners can expect is they're going to ex they should expect a much simpler company to work with we should be easier to do business with and the complexity should be continued uh, should be on this continued journey of reduction um, and and we're headed towards a much more simplification process with our partners so ultimately when you say hey what does success look like for our partner community I would say six months to a year from now, success for me would say partners around the globe say HP is much easier to deal with than they were a year ago. The response time is fast. Um, the ability to get answers, yes or no, done in a very short turnaround time is clear. Their programs are simple and the complexity is removed. What do you envision or do you believe that part that this restructuring and this this new way of thinking about going to market, do you think it will open up new opportunities for your partners in, as value adds in terms of their ability to service support, you know, bring new new solutions to customers as a result of what you're doing? Absolutely. A hundred percent. Yes. Again, we are talking about this transition from transactional to contractual or outcome based and as our partners continue to be able to service their customers and really know their customers better than anyone, their ability to offer this service-led business model and this idea of a reoccurring revenue in the enterprise system is um, just prime for opportunity for growth for our partner community, whether that's our current partners or whether that's new partners um, that can offer services that don't currently exist in the ecosystem. What advice would you give anyone, particularly your peers at similar companies, uh, not necessarily competitive, but was, you know, just companies of HP size and age, or those are struggling to find their footing in, in this transforming uh, economy. Uh, what advice would you give them in terms of embarking upon a restructuring and a transformation as, as you're going through? Yeah, you know, I'd say change is always a scary um, outlook, um, and and the idea though, the the and the concern um, of not changing versus the uncertainty um, and the anxiety that change does produce, I would say is um, worse. Meaning, if you don't change because the because of the threat of change, you're going to probably put yourself in a worse position. Um, than if you just do the same thing we've been doing because the market is changing at a pace that I've never seen it change before. And we need to, as an industry, make sure that we are um, understanding where the market is going, understanding what our core value proposition is within that change and be able to deliver it better than anybody else. And at the end of the day, that for HP is what this is all about. We're all about delighting our customer. We're all about integrating ourselves with our partner community to make sure that we're delivering that best experience. And the only way that we're going to be able to do that is to develop the right skill set, to have the right digital tools, and, and honestly, to continue to hit those goals. And what, you know what? We're going to make mistakes. 
And the beautiful thing I love about HP is that when we make mistakes, we acknowledge them, we address them, and we are able to learn from them and we're able to go faster as a result. And that's what I would continue to encourage our community is, is, is you know, don't be afraid. And if you are afraid, overcome and do it anyway. So Stephanie, since this, the restructuring was announced, uh, it, you know, you announced the the transition in the CEO. Enrique Loris took over November officially took over November first, and you have moved up to from being the America's Channel Chief to being the managing director of of North America, which is a step up. Was it hard giving up your Channel Chief title? <laughs> I love the channel. Um, I've grown up in the channel community. Um, you know, the short answer is I'm very excited about my new position. I'm excited because I get to run North America, but I also will continue to have the channel as a huge part of my portfolio underneath me. So because of that, it's not hard. Um, and I'm also being able to turn the channel over to Scott Lanham, who is a proven leader within my organization. He's a dear friend to most of the channel that we work with, and um, I am I am very confident that not only will he do a great job in as the new channel chief, but he'll he'll probably take it to new heights as we continue to go through this um, time of change and bring more service and service capabilities and um, programs for our channel partners into the market. Stephanie, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. It's been a great conversation, and you know, really looking forward to seeing how all this shakes out. I mean, you know, this is now you know just the beginning of what it what looks like it's going to be a, a very interesting next couple of years at HP. Yeah, thank you so much, Larry. I couldn't be more excited about the future of HP, and couldn't be more excited about my new role and what we are going to do as a team together. Um, with our people in the organization and with our partner community in servicing our customers. That's all the time we have for this edition of Pod 2112. I want to thank our guest, Stephanie Dismore, the Managing Director of the North American Market at HP. I want to thank all of you for joining us on Pod 2112, a production of the 2112 Group. 2112 is the leading provider of research, strategy, development, and enablement services for B2B technology and manufacturing companies around the world. For more information about how 2112 can help your business, visit our website at the2112group.com. Also, check out Channelnomics, 2112's news and analyst site that provides all the best insights into business practices and market trends. And if you haven't done so, please subscribe to Pod 2112. You don't want to miss a single conversation with the executives and thought leaders shaping the world around us. You can subscribe to Pod 2112 on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify. It's easy, so subscribe today. Thanks again for listening to Pod 2112. Until next time, I'm Larry Walsh.